When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hello, everyone, and welcome to your bonus episode of MPT. How are we? How are we? I'm exhausted. I have never been more exhausted in my entire life. Of course, you know, today's bonus pod, we're going to be recapping the finale of Vanderpump Rules. We're going to be getting into Ariana on Watch What Happens Live. But if you were following along with me on Wednesday night, you know that I had every intention of watching the next morning on Thursday because, you know, I work on a morning show, so I have to be at work on and ready to go first pop of the mic at 6 a.m., you know, so I wake up so early. So the fact that Vanderpump Rules, the finale wasn't on until nine o'clock and then watch what happens live, have it at 10, 15. And I'm just like, I know that if I sit down and I, and I start watching Vanderpump Rules and I watch the whole episode and then I watch, watch what happens. I'm never going to sleep. My mind is going to be going a thousand miles a minute until three o'clock in the morning. That's exactly what happened. That's exactly what happened. I did not sleep after watching the finale. But, you know, I thought to myself, I'm not going to sleep anyways, because if I don't watch it, I'm going to be up wishing I was watching it. And if I do watch it, it's going to be opening Pandora's box and it, it is what it is. So I was a little bit miserable today after watching Vanderpump Rules, but I have now watched the finale twice and I am ready. I am ready to dissect every last piece of this episode. First of all, let's just start by saying it exceeded expectations truly in the 10 seasons, you know, like 12 years of watching this show. I have never been so glued to the television like I was with this Vanderpump Rules finale from the jump, March 1st, 2023, New York City. I was like, oh my God, here we go. We finally hear the story straight from the horse's mouth. And it's not anything that we hadn't already heard before, right? They were at the concert. The phone fell out of the pocket. Ariana picked it up, saw the video. We all knew that. But somehow hearing it from Tom Sandoval just made it that much more real. Even Sheena's explanation of how Raquel reacted in New York, you know, where they're on the phone and, and Sheena says, she's so nonchalantly said, yeah, Sandoval and I had a seven month affair. Ariana just found out. And Sheena's like all of us, like what? And Raquel is just like, la di da, which we see more in the episode. 
But wow, what a way to start to just instantly hook us because we all remember where we were when we first saw that headline that Ariana and Tom have called it quits because of a cheating scandal with Raquel Levis. It is just absolutely wild. And we have been waiting for this moment. So we start off and I am going to go through this scene by scene and discuss because there was not one scene that could have been cut out of this finale. We start with Ariana and Tom, which, you know, starting off strong. And the way that Ariana is just able to cut him so deep with her words. And, you know, everything that she was saying was true. Some of it was harsh, sure. But in that moment, she is allowed to say and do whatever she wants. Can I just also say, I'm very shocked that A, they were both still living in the house together and B, that they're still both living in the house together, especially when you learn in this episode that Lisa Vanderpump had offered Ariana a place to stay. I'm staying at Villa Rosa with the swans. I'm getting out of this mess with traces of Raquel and her dust particles all over the house. Like I'm going to Villa Rosa. I'm having high tea with Lisa Vanderpump every day at 2 p.m. But Ariana didn't want to do it. So we respect her decision. But, you know, just even her delivery, you know, you got a little bit of money, a little bar, a little band, you know, Raquel searching for identity and men because she doesn't have one of her own. And then Sandoval says, you know, Raquel treats me with respect, something I haven't gotten from you, Ariana, in a long time. And it's like Tom Sandoval says a lot that it wasn't about the hookups. It wasn't about the sex between him and Raquel, which is funny, though, because every single time that Tom Sandoval talks about his problems with Ariana, one of the first things out of his mouth is that they weren't physically intimate. And, you know, I've said this a million times as if his need for physical intimacy supersedes her need for emotional intimacy. That narrative is just so wild to me. And the fact that there are still people in my Instagram comments that are like, well, she wouldn't, you know, be intimate with him. He wouldn't come home until four o'clock in the morning. He would be out at, at age 40. As he said, wanting to take mushrooms and watch the sunrise. Can you blame her? I wouldn't want that for my life partner at age 40 either. You know, and according to Tom, he's tried to break up with Ariana. According to Ariana, that's not true. You know, she said that on Watch What Happens Live. Andy asked her, you know, did he try to break up with you? She was like, no. And I also really getting sick of the Tom trying to break up with Ariana narrative. Like, how about leave the house? Leave the house. But he refuses to do that. And we'll get into this a little bit more uh, at the end about the conversation with Sheena. But, you know, I will say Ariana really was ride or die for both of them, for both Tom and Raquel. And we we finally see her break when she says, I would have followed you anywhere. And up until two days ago, I was 100% committed to you. And I felt that deep. I mean, you could see that's when the tears started welling up. That's when her voice started breaking. And she really did defend him, you know, for years, lie for him as we 
have learned with the revelation of Miami girl, you know, anytime someone had something negative to say about Tom, whether it be Stassi, whether it be Kristen, Ariana was right there to defend him and go to bat for him. Um, And like, does he not think that she wasn't getting what she needed in the relationship either? You know, like it's all about Tom and what he wasn't getting and what Ariana wasn't doing. What about what Tom wasn't doing? Ariana didn't cheat with Tom Schwartz or any other one of Tom Sandoval's best friends. So it's like, give me a break with that. The next scene that we get to is the two Toms. Honestly, as Katie Maloney put it, the true soulmates of the bunch are Tom Schwartz and Tom Sandoval. I don't think they will ever sever from each other. At this point, they can't, you know, because they're tied business, you know, in the business ventures. I feel like they're tied, you know, morally, they have the same standard. And, you know, Sandoval says to Schwartz, every time I tried to tell her I got this vibe, she didn't want to know. Duh. Like, what? You think just because she doesn't want to know that you're cheating on her for seven months with one of her best friends that you shouldn't be honest with her? You know, Tom says, Raquel and I, we have a very deep connection. We have a very deep connection. Raquel is not that deep. So the I don't believe that you have a very deep connection with someone who has kind of proven the fact that they're not very deep. And that's not me trying to be mean towards Raquel. And of course, we'll talk about her in a little bit. But that's also exactly what Tom Sandoval said about Ariana nine years ago. I've never felt any I've never felt like this before. Ariana and I were just so connected. And I know because through this scandal, I've gone back and I've watched the old seasons to see really how this all has blown up hoopla, as Howie Mandel would say. And, you know, Sandoval says, we've been having issues for five years. I'm going to come back to this point later because this actually rubs me the wrong way from, from both of them, Ariana and Tom, one more than the other. But like I said, I'll get into that. A lot of contradictions, though. So, Tom says to Sandoval, or Tom says to Schwartz here, I went into therapy. Well, I thought they went into therapy together. And, you know, even in that first conversation, Ariana says something like, we should have gone to therapy or something. And I'm like, I thought you, I thought you did go to therapy. That's what you said on Howie Mandel's breaking news podcast. All she had to do was follow me. All she had to do was follow you. Like she like she had to go full-blown inspector gadget, put a tracking device under your car, and she would oh, she would have realized. She would have realized. Tom Sandoval is like, oh, if I if I just wouldn't have changed the toilet paper, if I just wouldn't have restocked the batteries, Ariana would have realized that I was cheating on her for seven months with one of her best friends, you know? And thank God, Tom Schwartz for the first time in the episode, said something common sense where he's like, no, dude, don't put that responsibility on her. (laughs) It's so wild. I think, and this is just me playing devil's advocate here, I think what Tom Sandoval was trying to say in that moment is that he, he wanted Ariana to be paying more attention to what he was doing 
Do you get what I'm saying? And I'm not saying that that's the right way to go about things. I'm just saying in his brain, you know, he's not getting respect. He's not getting attention. And if Ariana had just paid attention, she would have known to follow me to Raquel's house. That's where I think his head space was. Do I agree with it? Absolutely not. So the next scene, we get Ariana and the girls. I want to say that it's pretty close for me. Sheena's heartbreak feels just as heavy as Ariana's heartbreak to me for different reasons, obviously. And we know that probably, I I don't know, because they're both mourning the loss of something. Sheena is mourning the loss of two of her friends. Ariana is mourning the loss of her life partner and one of her friends, but Sheena also really went to bat for these two. And she was deceived on such a large level as well. And Sheena starts to talk about what happened in New York and she admits to an aggressive shove. Right. And then we still get like, (laughs) I felt like I'm seeing the meme a lot and this is probably a horrible comparison, but of OJ and the gloves, you know, if the gloves don't fit, you must acquit. And there's Sheena trying to make a fist with her long fingernails. And she's like, I can't do it. I don't know what happened. Honestly, hot take. I don't care. Like if she shoved her, she shoved her. If she punched her, she punched her. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not one for physical violence. I've never punched somebody in my life. I've never shoved somebody in my life. But in this situation, I'm leaving that one where it is. And that's just how I feel about it. Today's podcast sponsor is One Skin. And if you have sensitive skin, listen up. We got to talk about their scientifically proven topical supplements. Free from over 1,500 chemicals and preservatives that can make skin red and itchy and irritated, all the stuff we hate, their products are safe for sensitive skin. It's just one of the reasons they've earned the Skin Safe seal of approval. One Skin's products are backed by extensive lab and clinical data to validate their efficacy and safety on all skin types. Not only that, they're the first and only skin longevity company to target cellular senescence, a key hallmark of aging. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, one skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Say no more. Get started today with 15% off using code POPTALKS at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code POPTALKS. After your purchase, they're going to ask where you heard about them. Please support the show. Support your girl. Tell them I sent you because we give credit where credit is due here at MPT. Katie comes in and she says she believes that Tom Schwartz knew. Then she talks about the comment made at BravoCon of Raquel in the Tom Tom hoodie and Tom Schwartz saying, she's not here for me. Trust me. Can y'all believe I suppressed the memory that I met Raquel at BravoCon in the Bravo Palooza room the day of the Tom Tom hoodie debacle? This has been so traumatic. I suppressed every memory of it. I remember I had a conversation with her about her overcoming anxiety and what that has been like for her on the show. Because, you know, last year she couldn't even give a toast, you know, and this year she's prancing around in a Tom Tom hoodie and nothing else. I remember sitting at a table with Lindsay Hubbard and Katie Maloney and Katie Maloney calling her a fangirl thinking the whole entire time 
that she was fanning over Schwartz when really she was fanning over Tom Sandoval. The whole thing is just dark and twisted. And I think this really is the downfall of Schwartz because, you know, and we get in, uh, I'll save that point. I'm going to make this point later. I promise. Okay. Next we see James. I was waiting to see James. Oh, I was waiting to see James. When I saw James and Allie pop up on the bottom of the screen, I was like, yes. And of course, we start off with him and he's still like, Allie, Allie, I'm a nervous wreck, Allie. You know, <laughs> he's still, still all about Allie. Um, and James, James is really the beginning of seeing the friendship breakups in the group, which to me were just as hard to watch. We had three really big friendship breakups, um, you know, one between James and Tom, one between Ariana and Tom Schwartz, and then one between Tom Sandoval and Sheena. What I thought was interesting was that we get this unseen footage of Tom and James from, I think it was 2019. And they're talking about Raquel maybe being unfaithful to James. We see Tom Sandoval saying, she wouldn't betray you like that. And neither would I, you know, and it says unseen footage. And it just made me think where were their former incidents that James thought Raquel was being unfaithful? Why would they be having that conversation? If James didn't have some sort of suspicion that Raquel was being unfaithful. So that's another layer of the onion, because of course we know you don't get to see everything. They have to edit things down uh, for whatever makes sense during that season. But it's the narrative has always been whether or not James has been faithful to Raquel. And so I'm just wondering how different we would have interpreted this season if we had saw that footage and whatever else they were talking about in 2019 with Raquel to get to where we are now. Are you following me? You're following me? Yes. Okay. In comes Lala and Katie. Lala has been so spot on with her intuition about Raquel and Tom Sandoval from the beginning that now like anything she says, I'm like, yes, Lala, truth seeker. Anything you say, Lala, it's law at this point. She was so spot on and she even brings up the Billy Lee rumors, which we have started to hear more about in the past couple of weeks that, you know, also a while back, 2019, maybe 2018, we get a snippet from the reunion where Kristen says, I heard you two hooked up talking about Tom Sandoval and Billy. And they're like, no. Watching the finale, I thought that Tom Sandoval admitted to both Miami Girl and Billy in like the same breath, right? When he was talking to Sheena because Sheena's like, is it, is it a random? And he was like, yes. Well, no, it's not fair. You know, so in my opinion, I'm thinking, oof, if he doesn't want to divulge Details, that means it's somebody that the audience knows and would have a reaction to. But on Watch What Happens Live, Ariana, she didn't like flat out debunk the rumor that it was Billy 
But, you know, in her answers to Andy, Andy was like, have I met this person? And she said no, which obviously we know that Billy has met Andy. So it's not Billy wondering who it is. I also find it interesting that Ariana doesn't know for sure who it is. Don't you think that's kind of interesting? Like Tom's going to come out and say, yes, it was one other person that the group is familiar with. Um, But Ariana's like, I have my suspicions about who it is, but I don't know exactly who it is. I'm wondering when it happened and why, why that is still being hidden from everybody except for, you know, Tom and then I guess whoever, whoever else. Do you get what I'm saying? Like if he's going to be upfront about a cheating with Miami girl now, and apparently Ariana knew the whole time, you know, this coming clean about Raquel, how does Ariana know that there was one more cheating incident sometime in the past, but doesn't know who it is. It's very very interesting, but uh, James steals the show once again with his phone call to Raquel. He like doesn't care at all. He's like, judge me all you want. Sorry, not sorry. And I, I don't care at this point. I'm like, James, fly off the handle. At this point, it's welcomed. It's welcomed. We needed the comedic relief. Oh, God, you guys. <sighs> the next scene is Raquel's apartment. With her stupid lights and disco balls all over the floor and a pack of Coors Light waiting for Tom Sandoval in the fridge. Even seeing Graham like jump up and lick Tom like dad's home. I'm like, it gives me the heebie-jeebies. And and oh, the whole thing. I just think obviously we're gonna think that they're cringy together, but even they're like, cheers. <laughs> cheers. <laughs> Take a drink of your cores. Take a shot. Like, shut up. This isn't the time to be cheersing when literally the world around you is imploding because you two couldn't get it together. Couldn't get it together. Raquel is smirking and smiling the whole time. He calls her Ariana and she's like, <laughs> you just call me Ariana. <laughs> um, I don't get it. I don't get it. They go on to talk about the family, you know, and Raquel's like, I had to tell my mom about you. She hates you. What about your family? Or do you not want to talk about it? No, he doesn't want to talk about it because Raquel has already met his family. We've heard that, but he pretty much, he doesn't come out and say it, but he insinuates, you know, we've heard the story that the two spent Christmas in St. Louis with them. And then Tom says, they love you. So, so they know, they know who Raquel is. And then Ariana says on Watch What Happens Live that ever since the scandal blew up, Tom's parents haven't reached out to to Ariana at all, which I also just find shocking. Your son is with this person for nine years, life partners, house together, have dedicated their lives to building their life together. And you're not going to say anything to this woman, but instead you're going to let Raquel come into your house on Christmas to spend the holidays with the family. It's nuts to me. It is nuts to me. So then, of course, we get the cringy, the cringiest moment of all time when he's like, they, they love you. And she's like, I love you. And he's like, I said they, but I love you too. I'm like, oh, it was brutal. It was so brutal. He's like stroking her face. And he's like, I can't kiss you on camera. She's like, I can't either. I can't either. It's so weird. 
<laughs> it's so weird. I hated every last second of it. She does not shed one tear ever. And from what we've seen at the reunion, she doesn't shed one tear, no remorse, no empathy. And the last person that we had this same conversation about was Jax Taylor in the height of his villain days. Raquel Levis is on the same level as maybe one of the most prolific villains in reality TV history, Jax Taylor. They're handling their cheating situations exactly the same, exactly the same. And I mean, if you really think about what was going on in those first, what, three days, the world was melting around them. Social media was ablaze. If I was Raquel Levis, if I was in her shoes those first three days, I would be losing my mind. And she's like, (laughs) I just wanted to know what it was like to have sex with somebody who I loved as a friend. I could not believe it. It almost feels like there's no hope because if she does not get it by now, she is never going to get it. It's scary. It's really, really scary. Today's sponsor is Factor Meals. Finally starting to get warmer. You want to spend your time outside and not in the kitchen. With Factor's no prep, no mess meals. Visit factormeals.com slash poptalks50 and use code poptalks50 to get 50% off your first box, plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Factors fresh, never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you will always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. You can treat yourself to restaurant quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to factormeals.com slash poptalks50 and use code poptalks50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code poptalks50 at factormeals.com slash poptalks50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. I still don't believe that Sheena punched her either. Yes, she has a scratch on her eye, but where is the bruising? If you get sucker punched in the face, you're going to have some sort of a bruise on your eye and we still don't see anything. And then Raquel is still sitting there in that moment, searching for validation from a man. Your world is imploding. Okay. Your life as you know, it is over. And your first thing is, well, how do I know you won't cheat on me? He will. Like, like, what are you talking about? Oh, that was that was one of the worst moments of the whole entire episode for me. That moment in the whole season, that moment and the moment of Ariana and Raquel at Sir having the conversation about their intimacy issues, I think take the cake for the worst moments of the season. We then get Lisa and Ariana at Lisa's house. Like I said before, I want to know why Ariana didn't take up Lisa's offer to have somewhere to stay. Um, 
I, I don't know. Maybe she just didn't want to be displaced. Maybe she didn't want to be disheveled. Maybe she wanted to prove a point. Maybe she wanted to stick around and, and be like, no, Tom, you're not going to force me out of anything. And I think, you know, it's really easy to like feel the anger um, when we first found out about this in regards to Tom and Raquel, like everybody was really angry about it. But I think a lot of people's like knee jerk reaction wasn't um, sadness and hurt for Ariana because we didn't really see her that much. Do you get what I'm saying? This is the first time that we're really seeing Ariana and how broken she is. And this is the first time for me, at least that my hurt for Ariana outweighed my anger for Tom and Raquel. You know what I mean? Like I wanted to shift my energy from being really like just disgusted with Tom and Raquel and I wanted like, what can the people do around Ariana to make her feel better? You know what I mean? I was more concerned with her than I was the outrage for the other two. And every time I start to think like we've been too hard on Tom and Raquel, you know, you see Ariana and the pain she's in. And I'm like, Tom and Raquel are not victims in the mess that they created. They created this. They have to deal with the consequences of that. It's an iconic James Kennedy quote. If you don't want people to be outraged, don't do something outrageous. Then we get Katie and Schwartz. Schwartz goes over to Katie's apartment. I was really hoping that Katie Maloney would be able to have an I told you so moment in this episode. She didn't get that opportunity. And I understand why, obviously, the the main priority here is Ariana and not, and not Katie being like, told you guys so. But I mean, man, Katie was also right on the money with Raquel. And where has anybody's apology been to her? I'm really hoping that we'll get that at the reunion. I'm pretty confident that at least Sheena, you know, will give that to Katie at the reunion. But Katie starts really pushing Schwartz about how long have you known? How long have you known Schwartz? And I'm so glad that they played the flashbacks because, you know, if you're a tried and true Vanderpump Rules fan, you remember the masquerade ball where it came out that Jax had slept with Faith. And Tom Schwartz says to Brittany's face in that moment, if he did it and I knew I would cover for him, I'm not covering for him right now, but I would. It was in that moment that you just realized these boys, they will never grow up. They will never grow up. And, and clearly nothing has changed because we find out that Tom at least knew about one instance, whether it be in August or September, he still can't get the timeline straight. You know, he's kind of saying, I knew about this one time thing. I was told it was a mistake. So I let it go until two weeks ago when Sandoval told me that he was actually in love. And, you know, Katie brings up the con the BravoCon comment again, where she's like, no, you said this at BravoCon. And he's like, I didn't say that. You said it. You said it, Schwartz. You also said on camera, I think she has a crush on someone else. You also said on camera, Raquel has a thing for taking guys. So, like, let's not pretend here, Schwartz. You can't be... The guy who cried wolf, I didn't know, I didn't know, but you're making all of these little side jabs throughout the entire season that you know something happened, but I didn't know. I didn't know, guys. 
It's so infuriating to me. I'm glad that Katie says it like it is. You know, she's like, be on the right side of history for once. Schwartz, tell the truth for once. And I've said it a million times. And Katie said it in this moment. Ariana says it later to Schwartz. Being associated with Tom Sandoval, having your guys' name together in bright lights, flashing in a strip mall in West Hollywood with Schwartz and Sandys. There's no way, unfortunately for you, Schwartz, that you can disassociate with Tom Sandoval. People are always going to lump the two of you together, even though these weren't Tom Schwartz didn't have a seven month affair with Raquel, but it is what it is. When you have restaurants called Tom, Tom, when you have a motorcycle with the sidecar, when you have Schwartz and Sandy's like you trusted this guy, your best friend to not put you in any compromising positions, not put your business in any compromising positions. And here you are. And you still chose to cover for him for seven months. We then get Kristen and Ariana. What a full circle moment, honestly. Did we ever in a million years think that we would see 10 years later, Ariana Maddox, Kristen Doty hugging each other, hugging each other, swaying back and forth saying, our ex-boyfriend, our ex-boyfriend. I thought I was in the twilight zone, but I was loving it. I loved that Kristen showed up for Ariana in that moment because it really puts to rest that narrative, you know, and Ariana kind of alluded to it in this scene where, where she's like, you know, you want to believe that it was an isolated thing. You want to believe that it was a situation based thing, which I get it. People still are like, well, don't you remember Morgan that Ariana and Tom were sneaking around Kristen's back. I also, I, I get it. Yes, I get it. And like, it's wrong no matter what. But I also looked at it as a situational circumstance where everybody who had eyes could see that Tom and Kristen were so beyond toxic. And the way that Tom Sandoval talked about Ariana, you thought this was his soulmate. Like this is the person that he is supposed to be with. So I don't want to say that you like give him a pass, but you're almost like, well, everything happens for a reason. And at the end of the day, these two were supposed to be together was a little messy. Yes. But look at them now. But it's like, no, Ariana is now realizing that she spent nine years defending someone who actually was not loyal to her and who ended up treating her the same as Kristen Doty 10 years ago. I do. I think that Kristen Doty is going to come back. I think it's very possible. I think it's very possible that Jax and Brittany are going to be back. Cause I read the variety article, which if you haven't read it, it's amazing. It's very long, but it was with an executive producer who said contracts haven't been sent out yet. They need a second. They need to like let this breathe for a moment. But they also said you can't just plug anybody into this situation. It's not like a summer house where you could just bring in a Gabby Prescott or Samantha Fayer, you know, and just plop them in there. This this runs too deep. You have to have the people that have been a part of this in its entirety. And who is that? It's Kristen and it's Jax. Stasi seems really far removed from it all. So I don't think that she will be back. You know, she 
She's like the only one that didn't make a watch what happens live appearance. You know, she's on tour doing her thing. I saw her show. I wasn't like over the moon about it. Okay. This isn't about Stassi, but anyways, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw Jax, Brittany and Kristen back next season. So then we get this Tom and Lisa scene, which I had been primed for. This scene actually dropped before the finale um, aired. And can I just say unpopular opinion, unpopular opinion. When I first saw it, I was like, oh God, Tom is like going through it. Like when he's hyperventilating, I'm like, oh, like I hope that he, it's a fine line. You know, you want people to be held accountable. And it's like, if you hurt somebody so bad, you do want them to also feel a significant level of pain because it's like, you want justice, but it's like, that's the very fine line that you have to walk. Do I want Tom Sandoval or Raquel to end up doing something drastic? Absolutely not. Obviously, I don't think anybody wants that. Um, but I very quickly snapped out of it while I was you know, talking, texting my friends because I thought to myself, what is he crying over? Is he crying over the fact that he hurt Ariana? Is he crying over the fact that he lied and was deceptive to everyone around him for seven months? Or is he crying over the ramifications of his actions? Do you get what I'm saying? Is he crying over what he did? Or is he crying because now his whole world is imploding? I don't know the answer. I think I know the answer. That will be up to your discretion as well. So then we get a girls night out with Schwartz crashing. And this honestly was another painful one. Like I said, I wasn't expecting the friendship breakups um, to hit me as hard as they did. But, you know, Ariana and Schwartz are having this conversation and, and Ariana is also laying it out to Schwartz. Like Schwartz, Tom Sandoval messed up your family. What did he think? was going to happen, that he was going to cheat on me with Raquel and walk away unscathed, that people are going to want to spend money at his restaurant. Ariana with tears in her eyes telling Schwartz that they can't be friends anymore. Ariana and Schwartz were also friends for a decade, for a decade. And, you know, we get these, Ariana is a very strong woman, but we get these glimpses of moments where you can see her, you know, Letting letting her guard down a little bit where she's like, I miss him. And then I realized that what I miss might not be real. And that is, it's scary. It's sad. I feel like all of us can relate to feeling like that at one point in our life. You feel like you really know someone and you feel like they love you and they care about you and they want to protect you and they just don't, you know, do any of that. And your expectations of this person are so under Matt. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. So that makes me very sad. And then, you know, on Watch What Happens Live, she's really not in a good place with Schwartz. 
at all. You know, I think maybe watching the season back and, and the same thing I said before, seeing Tom Schwartz make these little side jabs, jokes about it probably doesn't sit right with her. I mean, it doesn't sit right with me and I'm not even like involved. Uh, the last scene, two weeks later, we get the final scene with Sheena and Tom Sandoval. And Tom Sandoval says, you know, when I turned 40, I had a spiritual awakening. No, sir, you had a midlife crisis. Like, let's just say it like it is. And we find out that Miami girl was real. <laughs> if you would have told me seven years ago when Kristen Doty marched Miami girl into Sir and was screaming at Diana and was chasing Tom and Ariana out of Sir, that seven years later, this bomb would go off and Tom Sandoval would say, Ariana has always known the truth about Miami girl. I'm shook to the core. I still genuinely cannot believe it. And one other person besides Miami girl, who it is, we don't know. We may never, we may never know, but Sheena's like, why would you buy a house with her? And you know, he's like, oh, it felt like we were getting closer together. It was putting the bandaid over it. And you know, he's always, I was trying, I was trying, I was trying to break up with her. And Sheena is so right. You get the friends and family over immediately. You have her loved ones there ready to pick up the pieces. He's so worried about what Ariana might do if he says, I'm ending this relationship. Like, this was a better alternative? Like, this was the best solution. And I do, I I mean, I'm not like so much on this high horse that I don't understand that it's easier said than done. It's way easier said than done. He was probably scared. He's probably embarrassed. He probably had anxiety over it. But then don't act like you were doing her some sort of favor by not telling her. And like you could admit in this situation, I was being cowardly. I was because I was scared. But it's just like, can't, can't bring himself to say it. And, you know, Sheena crying, it really feels like everybody is mourning deaths in a different way. The death of the person that they thought they knew. And where does it go from here? Like I'm, I'm thinking about the next season and it's, you know, nobody's going to want to film with Tom Sandoval, especially Ariana. And she has drawn the line in the sand, no mutual friends, you know? So how, how does that look? How does it look that you clearly have the strong divide in the cast? Do you bring back the bridge builders, you know, Kristen and Jax? I don't, I don't know. Let's get into like my opinion about it all as if I haven't been sharing my opinion the whole time. But like Tom Sandoval is not the first person to ever go through a midlife crisis. You know, these things happen pretty much all the time. But I think you really do have to look at it. Who was actually committed to their relationship as if it was a marriage? It was Ariana. Who was in it for better or for worse? 
for richer or for poorer. It was Ariana. I think it's ironic that Ariana gets criticized for that a lot. Oh, she didn't want to be married. He wanted to get married. Can you blame him? Like she didn't want that. He wanted that. What do you expect? Well, it's a good thing she didn't marry him. Because even when things got difficult and they went through hard times and bad seasons, who was the one that remained loyal? It was not Tom Sandoval. Who treated that relationship more like a marriage? It was not Tom Sandoval. This might also be an unpopular opinion, and I understand that. And I'm scared to say it. (laughs) I don't like that we are just now learning that Tom and Ariana were not entirely truthful with the audience about their relationship. And I get it. There are things that you want to protect. You don't want to put everything out there when you're on a reality TV show. You know, some people like pick and choose the things that they want to talk about. But I just remember, you know, Tom Sandoval specifically going in on other castmates because they don't show everything, you know, like Lala during a reunion because she didn't want to bring Randall into the mix. This was back when we didn't know who Randall was and and Lala only referred to him as my man. You know, he did the same thing to Stassi when Patrick didn't want to be a part of the show. You have Tom on his high horse saying, you guys hide part of your life or parts of your life. When Randall wasn't on the show, Patrick wasn't on the show, but you know how two people on the show who are actively hiding their reality on a reality show, you know? So it's like, Tom Sandoval, can you sit there and say, well, you hide parts of your life? Well, so do you. And I know that both Tom and Ariana did it together, but Tom was the one who was always condescending towards other people for doing the same thing in a different way. I still don't like it, you know, and and even though I love Ariana and I am an Ariana stan and I am team Ariana, you know, that kind of bothers me. You have people like Kyle and Amanda, who you may not love all the time, but at least they really put it out there. They have fights on camera. They've worked through things on camera. And at the end of the day, you end up rooting for them more because you have seen them through different stages of their life. And you even have, you know, like Jax pop up from footage in the past saying, you know, they have this unwritten rule that they don't share their real reality. You have Schwartz saying a confessional, you know, they have made this unspoken pact that they're not gonna share certain things about their relationship. And I feel like that's not right. If you're going to be on a reality TV show and you're going to have everyone around you, you know, having to open up about their life and you, you know, you think that these two are pretty solid when you realize for the past five years they have not been. I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. I can't believe it, you guys. I can't believe that we made it to this moment. Hasn't it feel like it has felt like we have been waiting for this moment for years, for years. And it's only been like two and a half months. But still, can you believe we're in the middle of May? This happened in March. We're in the middle of May. 
And there is still stuff coming out every single day about Scandal. You know, watch what happens live. Ariana says she really does not think that Tom and Raquel are broken up. We don't really know what the status of their relationship is per se. But Ariana did say that she saw a handwritten note from Raquel four days ago to Tom. She didn't open it because it's illegal to open somebody else's mail. I don't know. I don't know. Where do we go from here? You know it is our time. These are the best days of our lives. Come on, sing it with me. Just raise your glasses high. This one's for you tonight. There you have it. Bonus episode in the books. I'm glad we made it. And now we have the three-part reunion. <laughs> as if we can take any more we're gonna lose our minds i'll see you back for it though extra pop on monday don't forget you can subscribe uh now the link is in the show notes below if you're thankful for a bonus pod leave a love you like assist i'll see you later recuperate this weekend and i'll see you next week love you like assist a huda media production